What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of uh, Screen Beans. It's episode ninety-two. Today <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna, we're going to review a Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's, what's going on? You forgot to say who we were. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're your host. Uh, I'm Jerry Wilson, and I'm Carolyn Chillick. I thought I had forgotten something. I just <laughs> didn't know what. I was so eager to to get to it. Yeah, so, eager. That's the right word. It's yes, that is the right word. Uh, so, is there anything you want to talk about before we get started? I don't think so. Ready to get reviewing this <laughs> I don't movie? Think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, one thing I just saw. I guess the uh, the test viewings for Deadpool two are going very poorly. Eek. So, I don't think I'm going to go see it. well i mean the thing is is that you know deadpool one was so good that expectations are also extremely high yes i I would i would agree with that the expectations are going to be really high you know even like marvel mcu iron man 2 horrible thor 2 horrible captain america 2 not bad. I know. That was Winter Soldier. I know. Which is considered one of the but still, best movies Marvel's done. But still, you know, it had, you know, sequels are hard. Yes. And from what I hear, this one is is going to be way different than than the first one mm-hmm. just because of what he's going to be doing. And now all the other characters that are, that are in it. Mm-hmm. I'm still excited to see it. It's not going to, you know, damper my spirits on me not wanting to go see it. I'm... Most likely going to try to go see it, you know, Thursday night. Right. Like some of these other big time movies. But Mm -hmm. I think they have a really tough time slot Mm -hmm. when they're coming out. Three weeks after Infinity War, which if it does anything like what Black Panther is doing, that's not going to help it. And then the following weekend is Solo, Mm -hmm. which I think is difficult. And the, I guess the original release date for Deadpool was in February, which then got pushed back and then got moved up. Yeah. So it's like it's <laughs> from getting pushed back from its February time slot from where it did so well two years ago to where it is now. There's just better movies that come out at, the, at this yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, it's putting itself up against a lot of stuff. I mean, in February, yeah, they would have had Black Panther yeah, which but, at that time it was kind of an unknown if it was going to do well, but all in all indications were Black Panther was going to do well. It I think it did better than a lot of people thought it was going to do. But yeah, it would have had its hands full in February if it would have come out, say, the beginning of February mm-hmm. or the weekend before. But Black yeah, but Panther it would be only Black Panther mm-hmm. really giving it any kind of you know competition. Now, yeah. May, it's just never going to be able to... You know, it's going to have a lot of competition going in mm-hmm. and coming out. And, I mean, it's not like... Yeah. I mean, that's like the start of all the movies coming out. Mm-hmm. You basically have two weeks. And and, I, and I, I think what... If I was a Fox executive, I think... I mean, well, obviously, before the bad reviews and stuff were coming out or the bad pre-screening and all that, I would have wanted to move it up from the 18th to the 11th to give it you know, a second weekend mm-hmm. before Solo comes out. Because now the second weekend of Deadpool is going to be Solo and everybody's going to go see Solo, mm-hmm. not not Deadpool. So Deadpool has one weekend 
to make its money. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's going to be, it's going to be solo. Right. And it's like, if you'd move it up another week to the 11th, that'll be the third weekend for Avengers Infinity War, which I would think that you would have a better shot at making more money coming out that weekend and then having a weekend where, you know, nothing comes out or at least nothing big comes out like, mm-hmm. like that. But I don't know. Oh, well, I guess we will all see. So. Yep. In a couple months. Yep. So. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay. A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, to start off, I did not read this book. Did you read this book? I, I did read this book, but I have absolutely no memory of this book. And even watching the movie, it doesn't... It, it didn't jog anything. Jog anything. All I can remember about this book is the cover. And that was that's the only thing I can remember <laughs> that's about it. this. That's it. Yeah. I don't, so, I mean, this was kind of like me. I'm pretty much, no. I could say, no, I didn't read the book because mm. I have no recollection okay. of it. Okay. So we're pretty much going into this movie as moviegoers mm-hmm. without knowing the source material. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically just knowing that there was a book yes. called A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. I thought the general look of the movie was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it looked really cool. The, you know, the outfits and colors and all that were really cool to look the at. The worlds and the different... Yeah. Yeah. The special effects, I think, were pretty good. Yes. Especially if, if you look at some of these special effects. Like the, the leaf lady. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked really cool when I compare it to uh, that DC movie we won't, we won't talk about. Yeah. Um, but I thought visually it was, it was it was great to look at. I had zero problem looking at it. It was very easy to watch. I just really wasn't down with the story. And it's not like it was a bad movie to me. I just don't think that I fit I'm not its demo. I think by any means. I I really think that it was it's made for younger audience. I I would have said I think that it's made for Young girls. The demo that is under the 18 to 35, it is the, whatever the demo is underneath that, like the 17 and under crowd. Yeah, I mean, it's tweens and teens. And skews to the female. The the young girls and stuff like that. And I think the message in it is, I mean, it is, they're blatant about the message. It's about love yourself and, you Mm -hmm. know, your faults are what makes you strong. And, you know... I think that's a great message for girls that age. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, I mean, that's what the book is for. I mean, I yeah. think I, the book was like seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's your demographic. That's the people that are going to be, you know, reading this book. And that's the people who kind of need to hear the message. Yeah. And it's definitely, the storyline is very kind of juvenile. And um, so I feel like, yeah, we're kind of out of... The demographic. It's not made mm-hmm. for us. I agree with you. It was, it was an entertaining watch. It was, you know, very kind of black and white kind of mm-hmm. storyline. And, you know, it's not like they went into depth about the characters and, you know, they're... Just speaking know. about characters, like the, the one boy who went on the... What was his name? Here we go again with names. I guess I could have... Calvin? Was it Calvin? Because he was brought... Because he was... Yeah, like he was drawn to diplomacy. Right. He was a diplomat. 
But then he, to me, he didn't do anything other than fall off the the leaf creature and eat eat a a sandwich. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's like I don't know it's what not he like brought. He, he like, went, what, what was his reason for going, except for kind of helping the the main character kind of trust herself a little bit more? I mean, but even with that, it's kind of like what what is his point? And I don't want to. I feel like the movie was short. Like it was. It yes, was like, it was. It was. It was. It's an hour and forty nine minutes. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't a long movie. I wonder if some of the stuff kind of got like in the book. I wonder if he had a bigger role. Like, it seems like maybe they probably had to cut some stuff. It's like, I wonder if this movie would have been better kind of in a two-parter thing. Like, because I don't know anything about the book, so I have no idea how much more was in there. But could they have gone into more detail to... And I feel like, you know, this whole thing about making movies shorter, I don't really think now a day. I think back in the day, yeah, 90 minutes was pretty much... A movie. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like with all of... I think people are used to having movies that are between two and three hours. I mean, every Harry Potter mm-hmm. is is three hours, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I feel you like... Look, you look at those Marvel movies. They're all like 215, 230. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, your demographic is not young kids. I feel like if your demographic is young cartoons and all those, yeah, an hour and a half... That's about as long as you can do it. Yeah, so But if your minutes. demographic <laughs> is, you know, PG-13 or even, you know, PG where it's, you know, 11, 12 and up, I think that, you know, people are willing to sit in a longer movie if it's a good movie. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, if it's a bad movie, yeah, it feels long. But like in a movie like this where you're telling a kind of a, you know, a pretty kind of, uh, the word is in-depth mm-hmm. story where it has a lot of kind of things going on and you're going to different worlds. And I feel like I would have been fine with it being a little bit longer if you kind of explained a little bit more. Like what was the darkness and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just a little bit more with that because once they got into the darkness world mm-hmm. with the it and all of that stuff and how weird it was and changing. It's kind of like, I didn't really understand a lot. I feel like they could have kind of explained it a little, just a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, cause it's like, unless you read the books and knew all this stuff, it's kind of, it was a little bit confusing mm-hmm. and I feel like it just didn't make a lot of it didn't make sense, which, you know, that might've been part of it, but mm-hmm. I don't know, it kind of seems like it could have just gotten explained just a little bit. So maybe maybe this movie didn't need to be a you know a, a two parter movie. Maybe it just instead of being an hour and forty nine minutes, maybe if it was just two and a half hours long. Yeah. To just, add in some other stuff to just give us some more detail, maybe show Calvin actually doing something. Or, you know, the whole story is based on the dad finding him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they could have built up the relationship of him a little bit more like, so we as a, the audience mm-hmm. has a need to to see him, to, like find him too. I feel like he's just oh, he's just out there. You know, you saw like a few minutes of him mm-hmm. with the yeah. with the girl right before they um, adopted uh, Charles Wallace. Yeah, and, and, and calling Charles Wallace all the time was driving me nuts. <laughs> that didn't bother me because it kind of fit him. 
Yes, I mean, it, it, it did. Character. But what, what, what dumb luck for that family to get that kid. Well, it's kind of like it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. It's not dumb luck. He was meant to be their kid. And, you know, it's all that. All of these. I mean, because I thought that the best kind of line or sentiment in the movie is like when I think it was Oprah talking to Meg saying, you know, you might not like who you are, but a thousand decisions throughout time oh, made mm-hmm. it were ha- had to be made to make you possible. And it's yeah. like, think of all the things that had to. And it's like, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that the message is was really good. But yeah. I mean, it's just I feel like we weren't the target. And no. And so, I, but I felt like the movie itself was entertaining. The, it was cool to look at. Those flowers were really neat. Mm-hmm. And the idea that they talk in colors, I thought that was kind of <laughs> yeah. cool. And um, it was just kind of a little bit chopped up, I think. Yeah. It, well, yeah, because it was only Like, you know, they you know, talk about Sean Wallace is this brilliant kid. I wish you kind of could see a little bit of that brilliance a little bit more before he was taken over by the it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's kind of like a lot of the stuff that happened. I didn't feel the connection to the mm-hmm. the characters as much as I wish I did. Yeah. Or even like the three witches or whatever they were, the misses. Mm-hmm. Now I wish it, I knew a little bit more about them because they were pretty cool. Like Reese Witherspoon was mm-hmm. pretty cool. And you found out that this was like Reese Witherspoon's character. This was like her first mission. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, okay, that that that's cool. What? Tell me more about these the witches and kind of what they have kind of done. But there's not. It's like, I wanted a little bit more. It's like, right. Just extend the movie a little bit more. Right. And, like, even, like, Mindy Kaling's character, mm-hmm. where, you know, she can only speak in quotes. But then, sometimes she, like, there were two times where she didn't. She mm-hmm. used her own words. Mm-hmm. And one of them was because they said she was weak. Mm-hmm. And the other time, it was at the end. It's like, so now can you speak when you're strong as well? It's, what's... What's the well? I guess you just. Kind of, I guess yeah, I, I was trying to remember why why she spoke in the the quotes. It was like she didn't have. She never used her own words because mm-hmm. that's what she. It's basically she's read or she knows what everybody's mm-hmm. written or said. And I mean, I thought that was cool that she kind of spoke in quotes. Mm-hmm. And some of it's like outcast, and you know, some of them were. You know, newer things, and then mm-hmm. like a Shakespeare or something like that, or yeah. Buddha. So it's not. So it's. I guess it's not that I didn't like it. I guess I just I just don't feel like I was the, the target for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely felt like the storyline was very kind of juvenile mm-hmm. and a little bit choppy, and I felt like they kind of cut out a lot of stuff, either to make it into a movie, or you know to make it shorter. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that. Movies in general, I don't feel like, unless it's a cartoon and the demographic is young kids, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it needs to be cut. I feel like people are used to, I mean, kids sit and stare at screens for hours, video games and their phones <laughs> yeah. and stuff. They have no problem mm-hmm. having it, you know. It's like, I, I wonder. I wonder what went into the decision to make it. This length was this just kind of what the script was? They said, "Ah, oh, this is this is kind of what it is." Or were there some things that they shot that just didn't turn out the way that they thought, so they just kind of cut it back? 
to this, right. and this is kind of how they got it. I mean, who? I mean, who knows without being in that room? Or even but, like, if they explained a little bit more about what tessering and you know the wrinkling in time, like they touched on it for a brief second. Mm-hmm. And I think that there were some things in the trailer that weren't in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. They didn't really ever talk. They talked about a wrinkle in time as, you know, how you can travel from one universe to the next, you know, in mm-hmm. a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, can anybody do this? You just have to find the right frequency. Do you, how do yeah. you find the right frequency? Do you just do use your mind a certain way? And how did her dad find the right frequency when he was in like his, his shop? And it just and kind of starts Had working. some machine doing something and he... Yeah, yeah I, like I what makes up a, a human being able to do it? Now, I can understand how the misses are able to do it because that's mm-hmm. just what they do. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, Meg complains. She's like, she hurts and she doesn't see anything. Mm-hmm. Like, why is she different? Mm-hmm. Why can the two guy, you know, the two boys, they don't seem to have a problem with it. It's not like it's a human thing. Yeah. Or... But then at the end, when she wrinkles the time or tessers or whatever, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden she can see and it's different. Yeah. It's like, what changed in her that, is it because she believes in herself now? Did the other kids are always believe in themselves? Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand what made her specifically different except for, you know, Well, I think attitude. that time, yeah, and I think that that's, you know, when she was able to open the tester. I don't think the other kids were... We're doing. I think they were just going along with the right, but they didn't get weren't affected like she was. Like you know, she yes. would come out and be like in pain and mm-hmm. like on the ground, and she could you know they always kind of showed her like because I, I think they were just kind of more. I think yeah, she was in pain going through it, but I think she maybe she was just maybe she was fighting it. Maybe she wasn't maybe. truly believing in it, and she was kind of being you know dragged against her will. Maybe. And the other ones were just openly like, "Hey, let's let's do let's, this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Open mind. Let's yeah. Let's just I'm walk through it. this. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe that's why it was easier for them. Or and, even like um, Charles Wallace. You know, it acted like he knew about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I knew how he. It's yeah, like, it's like he had, had he knew these people already, mm-hmm. the witches. And it's like okay, how? Right. Uh, yeah, I just feel like I wish there was a little bit more stuff explained into it. And mm-hmm. maybe, you know, some of it's supposed to be where we don't know. Like, is mm-hmm. it supposed to be part of, like, the magical element of this mm-hmm. that you don't know? Kind of the un- unknown. And But it's kind of like I just wish that there was just a little bit more time used to explain it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I... You know, my biggest complaint about a lot of movies, it's like I just wish that there was more time to develop character and the depth of their mm-hmm. character. So you feel a more of a connection with yeah. these people in the movies. And I feel like with Marvel, when you have multiple movies, you don't have to touch on it as much because you already know these characters mm-hmm. from other movies. But when you have one movie and you're introducing characters and you're like, I wish that <laughs> you just kind of learned a little bit more about these and mm-hmm. especially when the whole movie is based on saving a person, I wish I would know a little bit more about this to know, to have a a want to find him as well. Because, like, yeah. with me, I'm like, just leave him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah he's, he's gone. They, yeah. Never, they never built up that And even, like, you know, once they do. found him, you know, I didn't even really feel a connection to him because he was just some dude that left his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think it was... 
I, I know. Yeah, he, he left, but he... He I didn't mean, understand, and yeah. he didn't know how to get his... And obviously he didn't know how to get back, or he would have... Right. ...come back. So, but it's like, so then how did he turn on the tesser? Did somebody, I mean, did, well, who, they said did somebody that, turn it on for him? Well, I think he figured out how to do it himself because he traveled different worlds. Yeah. He just maybe didn't know how to get back to Earth. Although, he knew how to get back to Earth at the end. Like, you know, when they were... Uh, yeah. It's like, well, why didn't you go back? Did you just not know you've been gone this long? Is time kind of different in these places? Mm-hmm. Or you tessered to this and also, it, I, and then you couldn't... Now, maybe that happened... And also about that, he didn't have he didn't have a guide. But by the time he got to you know planet it, he and not knowing about planet it and how don't you know don't trust anything anybody and he just was just yeah stuck I guess mm-hmm. right so. and it's like then the it you know then they kind of talk about it but then they never actually really show what. You know, they're like, let me introduce you to the it. And it was just a blob of stuff. It was just kind of tentacles and yeah, roots and <laughs> like a black root. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, and then, you know, kind of like, a you know, why did they need Charles Wallace now? Is it because he had such a brilliant mind mm-hmm. or I don't know. I just, that's my number one complaint is just that I wish that stuff was explained a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're kind of supposed to kind of have read the book so that you would know this stuff. And But to me, it's like every movie should be made as, you know, no, you haven't read the book, but yes. it should be, you know, fairly close to. So if you've mm-hmm. read the book or if you haven't. You still have an enjoyable movie experience. Yeah, it's like there was a lot of stuff that was that was left out, and not to say that if if it was a little bit better and we got more detail and some more info on some things, that it would have changed the viewing experience for me mm-hmm. dramatically. Anyways, it, it it might have made it a little bit better, but I think it for me it comes back around to it. it I'm just not the demo. Yeah. So, but. So, which one do now? <laughs> <laughs> see, it's not. See, it's not like we completely. It's not like we hated it Mm-mm. because we're not railing on it. Because you know, if we obviously, if you listen to our show long enough, when, when we, hate, when we something, hate something, we can go on and on and on and on and on. But when we like something, it's like, yeah, I liked it, and there's the reasons why. But mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of short and simple, and like with this one, it's kind of right in the middle. Yeah. For me, because the stuff that I didn't like, like the stuff I didn't like, didn't make me not like the movie. Yeah. I just agree with you that it kind of was made for a younger audience. And mm-hmm. I think that the message that they're putting out there isn't a great message. Mm-hmm. And a lot of girls need to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, kind of even where the world is today with like the Me Too movement and women mm-hmm. trying to stand up for themselves and, you know, be a part you know, not feel like, you know, we're second rate citizens. And Mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, a lot of people need to hear this because there's so much pressure on kids these days to be perfect and to look perfect and to have, you know, good grades and to try to make it, you have to prove yourself even more than, you know, other people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is pressure you put on yourself just as much as outside pressure. And 
you know, this movie does a good job at, you know, your faults are your strength and you need to embrace it. And that's what makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. And basically a lot of stuff is just having confidence in yourself and that kind of, you know, makes everything else. That's the number one thing, just having confidence. So even if you're wrong, if you have confidence, mm. you know, you can still get through it. But yeah. so, I mean, I, I think that it's a great movie and, you know, it should, you know, and that in the message wise, it's just sure. not made for us. It's mm -hmm. made for younger audience, which. Mm -hmm. And hopefully if they, they watch it, that they, yeah, they it's understand like I wonder if they somebody, get it and they. Now I'd like to see if, you know, some of you know, someone that is that age and they watch it and see how they like, you know, mm -hmm. how they, how, feel how about they it, like how, it. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's the, that's the main point. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, critics and all this stuff. Well, yeah, you're not the right audience either. Yeah. And it's like, are you really reviewing it in the way of what it's meant to be mm -hmm. or just as your, yeah. Cause the, the critics are, are all over this, but then also from what I saw from Rotten Tomatoes, which, I understand Rotten Tomatoes is not the end-all, be-all of rating things. It's pretty much a thumbs-up, thumbs-down, and that's mm -hmm. what it goes goes from. But I think for us that there's there's gray. Rotten Tomatoes is just is black or white. Mm -hmm. Like it, hate it kind of thing. But, yeah, the, the critics are slamming yeah, it. I feel like it's like... Yeah, but you're not you're not the demo. Yes, you're a movie critic. And, I mean, maybe you also read the book and you like the book better. It's... Mm -hmm. But, but I think that the visual effects are really cool. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, it's just that this, I mean, the story I just feel is a little bit choppy, but I really would like to, you know, have somebody that, you know, is a junior high age person or, you know, someone that's younger, just see what their opinions are to see if mm -hmm. they kind of, how they feel about this movie. Cause you yeah. know, yeah, it's hard to please that, <laughs> that crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's tough. <laughs> so. But yeah, I'm, I mean, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I've kind of said my piece on it. Yeah. But, and, you, uh, and you said my piece too. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I'm ready. If you're, if you're ready to move on to the grades and the rankings now, <laughs> it's going to be very easy because this is our second movie of 2018 that we're, mm -hmm. that we're reviewing. So this list will be really quick. Yeah. It's 50, 50 chance of where yeah, it's going. Yeah. Is, is it going above Black Panther or after Black Panther? Mm -hmm. So, um, would you like to start? With your grade, obviously your grade will probably most likely indicate where it sits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so you can feel free to do both if you'd like. Well, I mean, I kind of go back and forth on this movie. I think I'm going to give it... Now, I don't, I don't know. The more I think about it, it might change later down the road. But right now, I'll have it sit at a C. Okay. Because it's right there, kind of in the middle. I feel like, you know, it wasn't the best movie I've seen. It was definitely made for a younger audience, but it wasn't a bad movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I've sat through some bad movies and this one definitely, I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, this movie's still, you know, I never ever have a feeling of not enjoying it. Yeah. It's just kind of the story was just a little weak. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give it a C for right now. And so that tells you. It's number two, and Black <laughs> Panther is still sitting at number one. <laughs> Tough stuff. Tough stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm i going to give it a D. And 
yes, people out there, it's it sounds like I'm being hard on it because I'm giving it a D. But in our overall rankings, a D is I would watch it if if it was on TV. Mm-hmm. If it was on HBO, I, w- I would watch it or whatever. I'd sit down and watch it. For me, I don't really feel like I would give it a C because I don't think I, I, I wouldn't rent it. Mm-hmm. And if See, I wasn't I doing like this I podca- could, I probably- podcast, I wouldn't have gone and seen it at the movie. Mm-hmm. And so if I wouldn't have gone and seen it at the movie, I'll be damned if I'm going to go see it twice at the movie for an A. Yeah. So I would have had no problem just watching this on HBO, sitting down, nothing on. Oh, wrinkle in time. Let me just check this thing out. And I think watching it at home, I would have been completely pleased, satisfied as far as it looked great. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the target audience. So, but I I was fine Mm -hmm. that way. So I think a D for me is perfect. You know, I'm not a 12, 13 year old girl, which I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) might sound like it on the, on the radio, but I'm not, or podcast (laughs) or whatever. So with that being said, it's a D and it is number two, obviously after black Panther. So, there you have it. Right. It's, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't for me, mm-hmm. is the best way I can put it. I, I think that's perfect. So, that being said, the next movie up is Tomb Raider. I, I, I have very mixed emotions on this because I love the video game. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the idea when they turned it into a movie with Angelina Jolie. And I like the idea of them rebooting it. But then I see the trailer and I think to myself, is this a bad idea? <laughs> now, so. now I'm coming from, I've never played the video game. I never saw the movie with Angelina Jolie. There was two of them. I never seen the other movie with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> so I don't really know why they would need to make a reboot. Were they that bad? Are they just no, rebooting it just because? I, I think I think they're just well because isn't it a Warner Brothers movie? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I could be completely wrong, but I think they're I think they're rebooting it to just to reboot it. I don't know if the first two. Or at least the second one did not go well because, you know, the movie industry loved their trilogies on mm-hmm. why it did not get a third one. I don't know if it if it didn't cut the mustard or Angelina Jolie said, I, I'm, I'm done. done. I don't want to do another one. And then time just went by and they're like, okay, let's just wash your hands, start fresh and reboot it with somebody else. And the thing is, is that, you know, the movie comes out when the video game is popular. Yes. So you have that kind of crowd. Now, I mean, is that game Steve? I mean, it's just people who love playing it back in the 90s or 2000s or whenever it came out. Sure, I guess. I, I so it seems like it. it's just, well, seems well, irre- well, it seems irrelevant of a movie. Well, look at Transformers, the movie. It was a huge cartoon in the 80s and then it comes out 25 years later as a movie. Yeah, but the people who love the cartoon are now adults who pay to go see movies. I'm an adult that played a video game that pays to go see movies. I don't know. I just, it seems different with Transformers because that, I still feel like, I don't know. Well, I think that. I feel like there was, it's a different, 
you're getting the I mean, I guess being that I like Transformers, I guess I could see why, but Tomb Raider doesn't seem like it was just a video game. I mean, that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. Transformers, it was a TV show and, you know, yes. toy line and all this stuff. Hasbro, you know. And I will say that for the most part, converting a video game into a movie, the vast majority of it has been very unsuccessful. Why, yeah. I mean, I, I can't. I can't tell you. I was about to say, is there any video game that, that has been made into a movie that has worked? Right. I mean, I. I don't. I. I can't think of one that worked. I can think of a whole bunch of ones that have been made, but really were just so-so at best. Right. I just. I, and, I just well, don't understand and, and, what's and, the point. And that's where I think this is going to be. I, you know, I mean, I think after video watching games the trailer, are almost a movie in themselves. It's like you don't need to make them into a movie. Seems like, but it's like with it's like with anything. If you have a good script and a good story, and and you don't have cheesy effects, you, I mean, you can pull you can pull it off. Looking at the trailers on this, there's some pretty mind boggling. You know, special effects. Well, the thing, thing is, is because, you know, with video games, when you have that, some of that stuff happens, it's cool. It's in a video game. You know, it's kind of fun because mm-hmm. you're playing it. You're doing it. When you're watching it in a movie. I think you need to be more realistic about it. Like, th- right. This, you can't. This... Some of that stuff doesn't work in a movie that works in a video game because, number one, you're not being the person. You're mm-hmm. not acting it out. So you don't have that kind of adrenaline that you do have when you're playing a game. And it's... And people watch movies differently than they play video games. Even if they love the video game, mm-hmm. the same person watching a movie is not going to think the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I completely agree. It's a passive agree. act rather than act, a video game that's an active act. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she is the uh, the female Indiana Jones. And hey, is this, is this uh, 2018's Wonder Woman? I, I don't know. <laughs> Man, you're you're putting that little foot out right over that edge, aren't you? You're putting uh, it out there, huh? I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm I'm figuring, you know, I'll come in next week and it'll be I say it'll be on my list of three movies, it'll be two. <laughs> I don't know, it could be my three. I know this thing could be an F. So anyway, that's what we have to look forward to next week. <laughs> This week we should be uh, we'll be doing our move our TV review. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing that on Thursday since there's no Arrow no, this right. week. And we just have four shows, right? Yeah, Agents, so we'll have Legends, last week's Air uh, Agents, Flash and Lightning. Yep, Legends, Flash and Lightning. So we'll have okay. those four episodes, and we'll be doing that review on Thursday this week. So yes. I think that's about it for me. I'm good. I'm 100% good. 100%. 100% good. Man. Well, on that note, (laughs) that's going to wrap it up for us today. You can always find us online at ScreamBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreamBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, SoundCloud, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So that wraps it up for today. We'll be back later this week. So until then. Bye, guys. <laughs>